This episode is brought to you by InstantPodcastLeader.com, the leading platform to launch your podcast in 48 hours and make it profitable. Get your free audiobook and free web class at InstantPodcastLeader.com forward slash web class. Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counsellors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on Every Youth Matters. I have a free gift for you, which is a resource guide called 3R Motivation Model. The 3R Motivation Model contains three secrets for managing challenging youths. You can grab your free copy at my website, drjohntan.com forward slash downloads. That is www.drjohntan.com forward slash downloads. Thank you so much for joining me today because I continue with the topic of resilience and a model that predicates around six words, simple words. And the words are I have, I am, and I can. My name is Dr. John Tan and I'm the founding president of Youth Work Association as well as the Executive Director of Children at Risk Empowerment, otherwise known as Care Singapore. For the past 30 years, I've been working with young people as well as those who work with young people. And I am so happy that you are here with me today because we are talking about resilience, a topic that I am so excited about because we all want our children and our young people under our care to be resilient, to be able to take on challenges, to be able to learn from failures, to be able to pick themselves up and walk their journey towards success. And so this uh, six words model that just surrounds it with simplicity and yet so much power. And that are the words I have, I am, and I can. So basically, I have states that the young person or the child is surrounded by people or systems that are trustworthy, that are role models, that give values, that show values, that that provide that safety that they can go to when they are in trouble or in danger and thereby, thereby giving these young people the qualities of um, helping others as well, of contribution, of showing concern, of showing respect, of having responsibility, of exercising what is right always. And... These um, children and young people, they are by themselves having efficacy. They have um, the qualities of knowing where to go, who to go, 
how to find ways to solve problems, how to control themselves, and how how to figure out uh, when something is so big beyond them, how to go to others to get help. This provides or this contributes to resilient to resilience, right? However, we, we are also aware that it is easier said than done. Easier said than done. So it's a combination of all of this. So I have, I am, and I can are important. Um, a child will need all of this, you know. And, and um, just having one alone is not enough. Alright, so for example, a child may be loved, which is under the I have, but if she, he or she does not have the inner strength, which is the I am, or uh, is aware of uh, social and interpersonal personal skills under the I can, it is very hard for resilience to uh, come out. Um, accordingly, if a person has a lot of self-esteem under the I am, but uh, if he or she does not know how to communicate under the I can and has no one to help him or her, which is the I have, then the child will also face resilience issues. So it's in a study of knowing all of this, it's very simple words, again, I have, I am and I can, in finding out in a child how have we prepared him or her how are these values um, and qualities to be acquired, right? It, it, it seems very obvious, but it is not. It's just a simple reflective model for us to refer to in that um, it checks us, it checks us, all right? So let's, let me try this, um, give you a situation, give you a situation. The situation says this, um, a child comes home to the mother, and tells the mother, you know, mom, in school today, there's this big boy. He keeps bullying me. He hits me. And sometimes he kicks me. I told him to stop. And he stopped for a while. And then he started again. So I'm um, really scared of him. Okay. So the child has shared with the mother. What can the mother do? So the mother, the mother can draw on the I have features. The I have portion, which is the, the environment around the child. What does the child has? The child has people around that can trust and love the child no matter what, which is why he went to the mother. All right. And the child has people who will help me when he's in danger, which still qualifies under the I have. Right? And moving to the I am, which is the inner features of the child, right? Um, the child goes by the idea that uh, he's a person to be liked and to be loved and things should be all right. But how come there's this bullying thing? Okay, so then the mother helps him to figure out the I can. The I can features of the child of this boy includes this talking to others about things that frighten or bothers me helps, right? So he's bothered by the bully, but he knows that I can go because I have, I can go to a person who, who will help me, 
all right? And finding someone to help will really, really be helpful. So, so the resilience is built up in that manner that um, the interaction between the mother and the boy was that the mother listened and then the mother comforts and tells him it's all right. So it's, you, are, you did good, son, in telling me this and reporting. And you also did good in not punching him back, right? All right. Then the mother then encourages the boy to say, it's all right to tell the teacher, all right, every time you get a situation like this. So then the boy is taught, right, you can do this. And then the mother also offers, the mother can offer to the child to say, do you want me to talk with your teacher? And so then it puts back, it puts back to the child. The child then decides, well, mom, I think I can do it on my own. So the child is given that autonomy to decide and not the mother just quickly rushing in, rushing in right away to the, to the teacher and demanding to see that. No, no, no. The, the child puts it in that manner because we are building the resilience of the boy to, you know, to, to tell that there is an issue and yet the mother then empowers the child to say these are the steps that you can do and I'm offering in case you need, you need it. Right? If you don't, then you will know how to do it. And so the boy feels it's all right for me to share my deep feelings and then work out a solution. And so the boy then sees in himself that he is part of the solution. He's not running right away to someone to help him the moment he has a problem. So resilience in this manner um, it's not an easy task to do because it requires lots of uh, practice. It requires the trust being built up first, the environment, and the child then learns that it is all right to uh, speak up. And the child also learns that it is not all right to, uh, it is not all right to just bear the pain and the problems by himself and not speak up. And so having had that environment and then imbued with that quality that you can have a voice and therefore you should speak up and you go to a safe place to learn. And so it's the responsibility of the parents, particularly in this case, then to provide such an assurance. That son, you can come and talk to me. Uh, you will also know I will not rush to go and speak to your teacher um, according to the level of uh, danger present, right? Um, so that the child then feels I am part of the solution. I don't have to always run to the adult for safety. But in case there's uh, imminent danger of uh, real, real physical violence out there and there has, something has to be done, then that is a different case altogether. But for now, the boy learns that he can share when he's down and the boy then is empowered to take action on himself to go to the teacher and so he's part of the solutioning. So I thought that um, this is a useful uh, formula to remember. Um, just six words. I have, I am and I can. Thank you so much for joining me today in this episode. And if you want to find out more or if you need me to help you clarify doubts, 
on certain youth matters, you can join me on a clarity call. You can book an appointment at my website, drjohntan.com forward slash clarity. That is www.drjohntan.com forward slash clarity. Thank you for joining me today. Do you want to know the secret of getting attention from youths without breaking their trust? Do you want a proven system that has helped thousands of youths to succeed in the past 30 years? Do you want to engage the youths and win their hearts even though they may be suicidal, depressed or simply not listening? Sign up today for our Happy Empowered Youths Certification Program at drjohntan.com forward slash hey that is www.drjohntan.com forward slash h-e-y thank you so much for joining me today it's been really great having you on board and if you have not already done so be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com that is drjohntan.com while there do subscribe to every youth matters show also if like me you want your message to reach a wider audience online do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com that is i-n-s-t-a-n-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-l-e-a-d-e-r.com instantpodcastleader.com if you do just that you'll get a free ebook called inspire connect and elevate your online reputation so till the next episode remember we're in it together for every youth matters <laughs>